Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, uh, what soup are you most excited about? We are kicking off soup season on the Soupy. Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi, Biatches. Uh, my soup ladies. Um, Soup, there it is. What soup are you looking soup, forward to? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bradley, why are we asking? Cause bitches, it's soup season. <laughs> pew pew. We had our first. I mean, hopefully not pew. More like delicious, delicious. <laughs> we had our first soup oh the season last night, and I just was like, oh, I hate winter. Screw you, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Frost. But in the lead up, I'm real excited, and the weather uh, cooperated last night. To just nestle into a warm bowl of soups mm. with like steamy broth and crispy croutons. Yum. Oh my god! In fact, I forgot to make crispy croutons last night, but we had some bread instead. And anyway, I just love all things about soup. Mm-hmm. My partner uh, says that you're only allowed to eat soup during soup season. So finally. Finally, I was allowed to make soup last night. I can make soup whenever. I just don't want to hear him bitch about it. 651-641-1071. What is the soup that you are most excited about? It's soup season. Let's go to the phones. We've got Alan on the line. Hi, Alan. Hey, Alan. Alan, what soup are you excited about? It's soup season. Wild rice soup. Yeah. Any kind of wild rice, or like you like your chicken wild rice? Do you like, like it soupy, creamy? or do you want chicken it thicker? Wild rice soup, but I also it has to be a nice creamy consistency. Yeah. Okay. When it's a liquidy. Yep, I not, feel that. Not too liquidy. You got to have some heft to your cream. Yeah, like yeah. The, like if the spoon stands up, you're good to go. Oh, that's a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a little. A little Alan, thank you for Thanks, your call. Thanks, Alan. Oh, that is chicken wild rice soup. Is like that is like. A delight. I'm not a huge chicken wild rice person. I wouldn't turn it away, but mm-hmm. it's not my go-to soup. Um, I, I'm and I'm not real good at making cream soups unless it's like a like cauliflower. But I then yeah. I don't even usually use the creams. because yeah. cauliflower is thick enough on yeah. its own. But yeah, all right. Uh, I will say I prefer when I don't make. I've never made chicken wild rice soup. I think wild rice is difficult, so I let other people make it, and then I'm happy. Uh, let's go to Carrie. We've got Carrie on the hey, line. Carrie. Hi, Carrie. What soup are you most excited about? Soup season. Soup season. Um, I'm going to try a new one, which I'm really excited about uh, probably next week, is sauerkraut soup. Ooh, okay. As a, <laughs> a lover of sauerkraut, girl, tell me about your, your sauerkraut soup. How do we do this? 
Well, we're going to saute some onions and carrots and Yukon gold potatoes, add some kielbasa, mm. sauerkraut, chicken broth, and probably a little cream to make it a little creamy. That sounds real I good. Love it. Pickle yeah. soup, I'm in. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your Thank call, you. Carrie. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to weigh in on what soup you're excited about because it's soup season. It is soup season. What's uh, what's the soup? You probably already had soup in I was the just going to say, I've, we've already, we got a jump start on soup season. And I'll tell you because you're involved in our first soup of the season. Oh, I'm involved? Yeah, you are. Do you remember when you went on your cruise yeah. and you brought some veggies in that you were like, I need to get rid of these oh, yeah. and clean out the fridge? You brought two ears of corn. Now, my husband, it's fun to talk about our spouses on this show yeah, and make fun of their it's little fine. quirks. Yeah. My husband thinks he doesn't like corn. Oh, he also doesn't like a lot of other things. Right. He thinks he doesn't like it. Like, I like to make that specification because if he eats it, he likes it. He just doesn't want to want to eat it. So he was like, I don't, I brought home the corn. I was like, I, you know, you don't have to eat it, but like, we love it. The rest of us are happy with it. And then he goes, what if I make it into a soup? And I was like, I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. He he like roasted the corn, made this roasted corn soup that was uh, like a chowder. Oh, like yum. A, yeah. Oh, it was so, so good. And it made me real excited for soup season. I also had a subpar butternut squash soup the other day. At a restaurant, and that made me sad. Oh, that's and that's all I want to say about yeah, that. Don't make subpar soup, man. Yeah, and butternut squash is a favorite of mine. So it's yeah. that was. I love a good squash soup. I mean, it's just a nice way to eat squash. Sometimes I would make squash soup as like a side, and then my partner gets real animated about um, like that's not a side. That's a you know that's a meal, and I'm like, yeah, but it's the same squash that I would have put on your plate. Mm-hmm. It's just in, in soup form. It's just now in soup right. form. It's like how I call an omelet a hot salad. Because what? most of the stuff that I put in an omelet, I put in a salad, too. Oh, like the veggies? Yeah. Not lettuce. You don't put lettuce in an omelet. No, but I put spinach in an omelet. Oh, okay. so All And right. I sometimes have spinach sure. in a salad. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Mimi. Hello, Mimi. Hi, Memes. Mimi. Hello. How are you guys? Uh, you know. Good. Friday. How, uh, what yeah. soup are you all excited about? Well, I had a bumper crop of beets out of my big garden this year, so I am making a roasted beet curried soup that Ooh. you then uh, toast chickpeas and use those almost like a crouton oh. in the uh, curried beet soup. Can I ask you, did you get your um, the the chickpea thing off of TikTok? I don't do any social media, oh. so no, I did not. I just love those dehydrated chickpeas as a snack and thought that it would be really fun to do that with the beet soup. So yeah. no, it's kind of a creation of my own so to speak well you're on to something because i have seen several people uh down the the food rabbit holes i go on tiktok that have been doing this with chickpeas where you you know essentially roast them and they get real crunchy like that and then you throw them on top of your soup and that sounds amazing yes totally and you can also do, it's going to be a broth soup but i could also throw some coconut milk in there if i felt like doing a little creamy curried beef Yum. Soup. so do you just completely make this whole thing up Every time, yep. I make my own bone broth. Um, I do a couple of chickens a year and, you know, roast the bones and, yes. you know, make really, really good stock. And then you can take just about any vegetable or anything you have, throw it in there. And uh, if you've got an immersion blender on, uh, for a soup, you're uh, ahead of the game. You can just pretty much whip up anything into a tasty soup for a quick uh, weeknight meal. We speak the oh same language, honey. Mimi, I can't wait for your cookbook. 
Thank oh, you. Yeah, lovely. You guys have a great weekend. Thank Thanks you. for taking my call. You too. Mimi's, Thanks, Mimi. Mimi's right. You just need some good bone broth and then take some veggies. Mm. And then, I mean, soup is just liquid food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever food you like to eat. Liquefy make, it. <laughs> make soup out of it. I mean, you know, you can't just like whiz up anything, but... <laughs> But but most like most vegetables, you roast them, you know, put them with some bone broth. Mm. Maybe if you've got some cream, but you really I don't ever put cream in, in the soups that I make mm-hmm. and get some crusty bread or like the chickpea thing, mm-hmm. you know, croutons, croutons. My God, the first time I put crout- fresh made croutons on my soup, I was like, I am I don't need anything else in my life. Yeah. Sometimes we do like a, a Parmesan, like a. We just like shave a little Parmesan oh, yeah. on, and then like throw that in the oven. Yes. And then it becomes like a little cracker yeah. and you put that on the top and you're good to go. Kathy's on the line. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, you'll be our last call. Kathy, what's the soup you're looking most forward to? I love um, chicken tortilla soup. Mm. Yum. Mm-hmm. Do you make it? And, uh, you know, the best part is all the stuff you can put on top, the avocado, the and so on, but I do, I roast the corn and red pepper and um, various things, uh, black beans, and throw them in there. And then we also do, like, celery and carrots and kind of just whatever you feel like putting in there. Yeah, you can clean out that veggie drawer. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thanks, Kath. I want to say that uh, Panda and Bailey both tweeted. Panda said, my mom makes two that I look forward to every year, beef stew, and potato soup. Yeah. And Bailey tweeted and said, potato leek soup with some of Kamarchek's Polish sausage All mixed right. in. Yeah. Yum. I'm here for that. Thank you, everybody, for uh, getting us excited for soup season. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get excited for cheat day. Yay! After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's Friday, and we are eating on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. That helps. Hi, there you are. Uh, and uh, excited about the food. Well, we always get excited about it because each and every Friday we like to try something that we've never tried before, and we call it Cheat Day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. Yeah, we will. Mm Mm-hmm. What is this? Today we are trying. Um, I dug into our Cheat Day bag. Oh, tricks. And we have sweet chaos. Ooh. Drizzled popcorn. I love the word drizzled. Uh, with the today's flavor being the Cold Stone cake batter, it's sweet mm. and salty kettle corn with cake batter flavored drizzle. I love a good drizzle. And um, sweet chaos has never done me wrong. They've also got. Is that a, the brand name? I don't know that I've ever yeah. had anything by them. Um, they have a. I saw, and I wish I would have grabbed this one, but they have a, a candy kern one, uh, which mm. would have been more seasonally appropriate. I got this prior to uh, spooky season. So, but I will say it is always the season for cake batter. I mean, that's... I mean, I'm here for it. Right? Do you want to describe yeah. what you're looking at, and uh, perhaps, Mike, you can tell us what you smell. So what I'm seeing is a a popcorn kernel that does have that sort of, it looks like kind of a sugary drizzle, but it's, you know, white. And then we've got the sprinkles. I mean, it's all mixed in there. Yeah. And Mike, what do you smell? Because I I can tell you, you can smell this. When you walk by a Cold Stone or you're, you know, in a Mm -hmm. mall setting or wherever the Cold Stone may be and you just get punched in the face with that sugar, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's exactly what you get as soon as you get this handed to you. Yeah, we're all getting knocked out by the sugars. It does smell good. It smells, and it totally smells, uh, now I will tell you that, like, 
life-changing for me, revolutionary as it was, Cold Stone's cake batter ice cream was like, this is a thing? I just remember when they first came out with it, and we didn't have such complicated things like uh, cake batter flavored ice cream when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and so I got real excited, and it's real good. So I'm I'm very excited to taste this. Uh, go ahead and uh, put it in your mouths. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I have an expectation that I'm going to get the sweet and salty <sighs> experience well, it here. Does so. say, it does describe itself as sweet and salty kettle corn with a mm. cake-battered flavored drizzle okay. made with cane sugar and sea salt. No high fructose corn syrup, no artificial colors or flavors. What say you? Um, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I'm... How long we had these? How long have we had these? Oh, do they taste kind of? There's like a staley, a staley oh, situation. Okay, well, I should have looked at the <laughs> expiration date. We don't need to know. Yeah, you do. We do. But I'll tell you. Okay. Um, first, uh, tell me. So you you think it tastes kind of dusty? It's definitely stale. It's like mushy popcorn. Mushy. Mike, what do you think? The taste is fantastic. Yeah. It's that texture when mm-hmm. you when you bite into it, it tastes like popcorn that sat out for three straight nights uh-huh. and you just have it oh, sitting yeah. out there. Yeah. That's the only issue with it. Honestly, though, it is incredible mm. besides that. I but let's be clear. The amount of preservatives in this thing. <laughs> I know. It's never expiring. It expired in September. Hmm. That's not bad. No. Um, I would expect I would, it to still have a little crisp. Down. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, walk away from Don't that. Don't eat that. No. Um. I, I'm loving the frosting, man. The... I, you Yum. know what I want? I don't even... So, you know, I have a I have popcorn issues. Okay. You're, you're not a huge popcorn fan, I'm I can not, tell you. I don't like the things in my teeth and, like, the, you know, stuff in my throat, you know? Um, but I do love the flavor of kettle corn, and I'm definitely getting that vibe. And are you trying to find your camera, Bradley? <laughs> no, I'm trying to... I, 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 I turned off the um, light so oh, you okay. can get a better look at, at it. The, at the kernels. Um, yeah, it's definitely, you know, you can, it's got that drizzle on there and I love the flavor of the cake mm. batter drizzle and the sprinkles are fun, right? You can't get mad about that. I would eat the whole bag. I would maybe mix this up with some like non-drizzled caramel corn just to like cut the sweetness a little it's too for sweet me, for you. a little too sweet, but All like right. delicious. And the key yeah. distinction, it's not a sprinkle. These are little jimmies. Those are like yeah. the technical baking are, terms. These are little, and they have such a better flavor to them. They're mm. softer, and uh, yeah, these are these these are very good. If it wasn't the stale factor, I would eat this entire bag. Now, what right? I, I, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't even bother me. Stale, okay. like okay, I'm sorry. Um, it's just texture. Uh, I, what I will say is that I'm really impressed by. Um, if you get real, real excited about uh, natural uh, food. You know, there is, I mean, this is full of a lot of, you know, stuff that you don't want to eat all the time. But, for example, with, like, the colors that you see in those jimmies, those are um, vegetable and fruit colors. Oh, that's great. So it all comes from, like, celery and uh, spirulina and Mm. things. Okay, so it's like a salad. You can feel better. It's totally a salad. (laughs) Great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, let's do the thing that we do where we go around the room and everybody rates it. Uh, we rate on a scale of one to five cobras, five cobras being the most outstanding thing you have ever put in your mouth, and one cobra being, I wouldn't buy this if you paid me to buy it. Yeah. Uh, so let's go Bradley first. With a popcorn scale uh, being considered, I'd say this is a solid, oh gosh, what am I going to do? Um, I'm going to say three and a half, because I think it's better than average, mm-hmm. and I'm sure if it's like fresh out the... The oven, it would be even cripsier. Mm-hmm. 
like not which I love, but the flavor is amazing. Uh, yeah, it is. It's really good. Second, okay, three and a half. Three and a half from Bradley. Out of five. Mike. Uh, present form, I will say like 2.8. Mm-hmm. If it was fresh and didn't have that stale, I'd say like a 3.7. I think it's 3. very good. 3.7, mm-hmm. okay. Now, I'm going to give it a solid three, just because for me, it's a little sweet. Um, I would like to try it not stale, and I would like to try it, like I said, with um, like a little caramel corn mixed in, ju- or not caramel corn, sorry, uh, cut kettle corn just to cut the sweetness a little bit, but I lo- I always get excited about the salty sweet combo, yeah. and um, it, it definitely delivers sweet chaos. Yeah, yeah. So it's like hi. Yeah. And you're not these aren't huge bags, which I also love. How many servings so are in that thing? Um, uh, five, okay. which is which is realistic because now let's be clear: if you're alone and nobody's looking, this is one serving, obviously, yeah. but. Actually, I would say maybe two servings because I don't think you'd get through a whole bag without feeling really disgusting mm-hmm. about yourself because it is like it's very frosting forward. But um, I portioned this out for you, me, Mike, and then I gave some to our good friend mm. Grant. And mm-hmm. there's still another serving or two in here. So that seems realistic. Yeah, that five absolutely. Absolutely. OK, so sweet kiss. Where did you find it? That's a good question. I'm assuming I got this at one of my usual suspects, which means probably Cub. Okay. And they've got other flavors. You yeah, mentioned there's a candy, candy corn, corn flavor for uh, Tis the Season. I bet they got some kind of pumpkin spice madness. Okay. Sweet cast. Do they have just like regular kettle corn too? I don't know. Huh. Well, I've learned about a new brand today. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to tell you about those celebrities who behave badly. They never stop. Mm -mm. And it is our duty and our joy to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. When we come back, celebrities behaving badly, we call them. After this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we have some celebrities behaving badly we'd like to tell you about. We call them... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Thank you for asking. This body language expert who uh, evaluated the body language of Harry and Meghan at the Queen's funeral. Um, Just yesterday, by the way, I'm like, why did it take you so long? body language expert, but apparently, and I didn't know this because I stopped paying attention because I, well, I care, but I didn't really care about what was going on between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and William and Kate. But apparently there's that um, moment where the four of them were walking. It was a big deal because it was the first time the four of them had been seen together in this way. And it was supposed to be a show of solidarity. And apparently the general public opinion was that it looked like Harry was holding Megan back uh, because, you know, Megan, she can't control herself. And uh, so they enlisted the help of a body language expert to to yeah, to tell us whether or not Harry was Holding Megan back. Okay, so let me just really quickly describe that moment. Uh, so 
they it was during that walkabout outside of Windsor Castle after the Queen uh, died, uh, and the four are walking, and Harry's behind Meghan, and he rested her hand, his hand on her back, and then as he moved away, he kept his hand in place for a long moment. Oh, okay, observers interpreted that gesture as him holding Meghan back. Oh. What does like, the expert say? Literally. Well, the expert said, no, that's not what happened, you guys. Uh, this body language analyst, his name is Spidey. Spidey? Yep, that's his name. Okay. Uh, he responded to followers is of... his last name or is just like he goes by Spidey? I think that's his name. Or I don't know. That's just what he goes by. Uh, he has a, a YouTube channel called The Behavioral Arts. Oh, great. And he evaluated this moment and he said... He noted a really slow breakaway as Harry moved from Meghan's right side to her left and reached out for her as he passed. He held his touch on her arm instead of quickly breaking away. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. He basically said this was an exchange of comfort. Everybody calmed down. Oh, it was. They they were just in love. It was love. Fine. Fine. Me agreeing with the body language expert for once. Look at that. So, well, yes. So I will appreciate the fact that there's nothing to see here. I guess maybe I'm more debugging the spectators who were reading too much into a moment of a picture or of a yeah. video. Yeah. No, I mean, literally it is the dumbest thing to endeavor to understand what somebody is thinking by their actions on the outside. As if you are always expressing on the outside, what you're thinking on the inside, right. despite your actions. Like, no, that's actually, that's like when people say like, I don't know what's in that person's heart, but it's like, well, um, I don't care about that. I care about what they're doing with their fingers, mm-hmm. right? Like what their action says. Yeah. yeah. So in this case, to this particular language expert's point, um, it could just be as simple as he was like, I want to hold your hand or I want to hold on to you because yeah. I care about you or whatever, you know, like it could, it, it could be a number of things, but to add some sort of, um, or imply rather some sort of emotion that you can't possibly know. And right. like your body doesn't like, it's just, that's dumb. It's so rid- <laughs> Well, it's just so ridiculous. And all it usually just- the uh, experts quote unquote, yeah. uh, body language experts are making mountains out of molehills, mm-hmm. but this guy seems like at least he's, you know, like guys, come on. Well, and maybe he's aware of how, easily vilified Meghan Markle is right for being the one that broke up. Like she's like the Yoko Ono of the Royal family. And again, it's like, that's a great guess, but do you actually know these people? No. Okay. So then your opinion is about as good as mine is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good for you. Thanks. But yours is entertaining to listen to. Thanks for sharing. Oh, that's very nice of you. You're welcome. Would you like to tell us about uh, a person that you find (sighs) particularly despicable today? Yes. And and really, it's not a person. It's a trend. And in fact, it's Mm. trends in general. And not just any trends, but TikTok trends. Bradley is anti-trends. No, I'm anti-TikTok trends, especially ones that are lies and are going to shape the way people think about food. Specifically, I get really animated about like sort of junk science or pseudoscience on the internets or junk nutrition, pseudo nutrition. What I mean by that is I was uh, leafing through the internet as one does earlier today, and mm. I came across this TikTok uh, or this story about how TikTok's going wild for a new rare care. <laughs> Friday mouth. <sighs> 
TikTok is going wild for a new raw carrot salad trend. Mm. Quote, it changed my life. Okay. I was like, mm. carrots changed your life. Carrot salad changed raw, um, raw carrot, carrot salad. salad. Okay. Excuse me, but I'm going to tell you a few things that are going to make you roll your eyes. Apparently, there's some claims being made according to a new TikTok health fad. <sighs> carrot salad is trending. And it has in online influencers hopping with excitement, says the New York Post, over the purported health benefits of raw carrots. It does everything, apparently, this raw carrot salad, from curing acne to boosting your hormone levels to ending brain fog. What? Yes. But one expert in nutrition said, that's a load of doo-doo. Um, no, they didn't actually say that, but they said this salad can be part of a healthy diet as all the ingredients are whole, unprocessed foods, which that's a good thing. but. I do believe the small daily salad uh, is not going to change your life forever. That's Kayla Barnes, a certified brain health coach and nutrition expert. Now, look, I don't know Kayla Barnes, but any fool who thinks about this for five seconds can realize that a cup of raw carrots, some apple cider vinegar, coconut oil, salt and pepper would tell you that's not a miracle cure. Why? How do you know without knowing that that is not a miracle cure? Like, you could apply this to any, quote, miracle cure. If it were a miracle I cure... Fog. I need some Yeah, you carrots. do, actually, but that's... Um, a different story. Because you didn't eat your carrot salad. Mm -hmm. No, it's because if it were a miracle cure... We'd all be doing we'd it. We'd all yeah. be doing it. We'd be Pretty shoving bad. carrots down your throat. But I can hear you out there saying, but there's no big carrot lobby. Okay, but, like, we would have figured it out. So... This is a carrot salad, and mm -hmm. this one woman on TikTok gushing about her salad says, every woman should be eating a raw carrot salad daily. Why? For hormone balance. Okay, I I have to say something about this, because this Oof. also drives me crazy, and I'm just, I have to just get it <sighs> off my chest. Oh, okay, all right. There is this message that typically only is directed at women that you need to be real worried about your hormones at all times. Well, yeah. Now, I understand that hormone imbalances you get, you like are real. real hormonal. That's a, what I'm trying to say is I understand that hormone imbalance is real. So please hear that before you send me an email about I, 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 I love you and I am here and I've had it. I've had hormone imbalances before. Some of my best friends are hormone imbalances, but the messaging of it is what I don't like, which is like, hey, all you women, you're all over the place. You're a mess. You everything about you is kind of wrong. So eat this carrot salad because it's your hormones. Literally, right? Thank you for treating me, lady. I don't know. Uh, somebody named Nourish with Becca says, if you struggle with hormone imbalances, raw carrot salad, it helps detox excess estrogen and endotoxins. Now, I just want to give you like, look, I love science and I think that food is important and food can really affect your health. And it's why it's important to eat healthy food. But if somebody purports to give you miracle cures with readily available food items mm -hmm. and is going to change your life forever in the process mm -hmm. run away like do you just use your brain yeah. like again you don't have to have a phd in nothing to go if this was a miracle cure everyone would be forced to do it or better yet and here's where my science friends get uh here's how they would react because i find myself 
being a science lover, okay, let's look at the literature. Mm-hmm. Where's the science that backs up, you know, raw carrots balancing hormones? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, there isn't any. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe But thank this you, is... TikTok lady. But, you know, the problem with TikTok is I guarantee people are like, well, you know, I mean, it's kind of low stakes. I'm going to eat a carrot salad every day. Do you know that there is actually an issue? And now, now don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Don't listen follow anything science. I'm saying. Go to Google or talk to your healthcare professional. Don't take any advice from us. But I know that some people can overdose on beta carotene. Okay, funny you should say this. Because this whole time you're telling me the story, I'm thinking about a friend who had a health kick moment uh, and was not maybe well guided on that tour. Yeah. And uh, decided that one way they were going to really land the plane was to just power down carrots. This person ended up having to go to the doctor because their skin color changed orange. Yeah. And the doctor was like, okay, so now you have to detox from the carrots. Yeah. Because you ate too many. Yeah. So just be careful. I mean, so if you have a thought or you see a trend on TikTok, and I know my talk listeners are smart enough for this, but like I that's why I'm taking this trend a task because think about your kids. Think about I will tell you I have I've been indulging my TikTok lately and I just marvel at how nefarious these like fads and things like pop up. And it makes total sense because you're watching like for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and somebody makes something look real sexy, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's them or some carrots. Mm-hmm. And it's easy after you see it like 20 times mm-hmm. to think, oh, I should eat more carrots. Which, again, maybe carrots is great. Maybe eating more vegetables is awesome. But if you think you're going to be balancing your hormones, you're like, I don't need pills. I don't need doctors. I just need carrots. I mean, my health insurance is too expensive. I'm just going to live over here on this TikTok. <laughs> don't use TikTok as uh, your healthcare practitioner. Thank you. Now, speaking of the TikTok... That's going to play actually a very big part in our next conversation. Uh, Charlie Puth has a new album out today. And I can tell you, I was not, I didn't, it was not on my radar until my friend started to tell me a little bit about this album and why it's unique and important and really cool and very different from what oh, you've heard before. Okay. And I'm going to illustrate that for you. Uh, because I'm invested. Now I want you to be invested right. after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Okay. So I did not know why I was excited for Charlie Puth's new album until my friend told me about the new album. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Okay. So do you have like any like context for Charlie Puth at all? I mean, you know, uh, he is a young musician and he performs music. Yeah. And uh, I know he's he's uh, on the TikToks. Yeah. So that's about all I knew about Charlie Puth. And my friend is like, hey, are you so excited for the new Charlie Puth album? And I was like, sure. And she's like, have you seen what he's been doing? And I was like, where would I see that? Okay. So you'd see it on TikTok because apparently what's unique about this album that drops today, it's called Charlie, named after him is that he made this whole album on TikTok. He said he didn't really like any of the music that he made in 
2019. He felt like it wasn't representative of him. Okay. He felt like he was trying to be somebody who he wasn't. And so he set out to make this new album and he did it and took everybody on TikTok on the journey. I was like, tell me more about what that means. So I went over to his TikTok and okay, I'm going to set up this first clip. I'm going to, we're going to share some of the audio from uh, his TikTok because You know, when you just see somebody who's like a creative who, you know, is walking around the world thinking completely different from the average person. Mm -hmm. That's Charlie Puth. Okay, And you see this on TikTok in subtle, subtle ways. So I'm going to set this clip up by telling you midway through, you might not even be able to hear it because it's very quiet. But there is like the sound of clanking in the background and it's his plumber working near him in the studio. Okay, Okay, so here's kind of how it all played out. You know what song I never finished? This one. And now I shall finish it. Ooh, actually, I could use that as a hi hat. That's his plumber in the background. That's good. That's kind of awesome. Something more special has to happen. Okay, so you hear him like actually making the progression of the song. Yeah. You hear him in the middle of, I'm going to finish this song. I never really got around to finishing. Hearing his plumber plumbing and going, oh, I'm going to put that in the song. And he does. It's insane. Okay, now I want to make it even bonkerser okay this this to me was the thing that like turned me around on this i won't even explain it except for to tell you he well he tells you right away what he what he's gathering this from okay go ahead this is a door and listen to the noise it makes when i move it here's the door noise slowed down those notes are uh, (laughs) what if we made it sound a little higher and a bass that goes bong and a drum that goes oh my god that's adorable bring the door melody back now every time you hear this song you're gonna think, you're of that gonna door. think about that door. Oh my uh, god! Like, That's that shows you he's actually talented. It blew my mind. I mean, I honestly thought like, I don't know. We've got plenty of musicians who are packaged up and handed to us, and we go, "Oh, they're great." You know, they they learned how to play things and make musicy <laughs> sounds with their mouth, and like that's great, awesome. This is like a real creative, a real musician in real time showing Showing you you the creative process. process. I'm obsessed with this. Have you been following him on TikTok? No. Now I'm, I mean, I don't get into the TikTok. That's like a bridge too far for me for some reason. All right. Well, you're missing out apparently. Apparently I am. And so this, I was so thankful that this friend of mine, um, and then I just couldn't stop. I was like going through all of the, and he just 
like walks through life and collects sounds and then makes music out yeah, of it. Yeah, no, that. it's genius. And I would imagine like this is actually a very relatable part of the creative process for some musicians. You know, you hear you're a musician. Mm-hmm. You hear the world musically. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear noises, you might be attracted to some and think, I want to use that. How do I recreate that somehow? Now, I imagine that's a lot of sound engineering and not every musician is like keyed in on that particular mm-hmm. aspect of their craft. But for him, it clearly is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so like it's so prevalent in his TikToks as he's taking you through this journey. Um, I will tell you, and I thought this was also kind of interesting. So he had in the past worked with a producer by the name of Benny Blanco, and they've had oh, this yeah. huge fallout. Benny Blanco. Where did I just see him collaborate with? There's like a. Oh, there's a Benny Blanco song with. Oh, gosh, I can't think of the mashup. But yeah, anyway, he's He's a thing. thing. Um, But he apparently has been criticizing Charlie Puth publicly on TikTok, uh, insulting his appearance, insulting his music. Why would you do that? And calling him a bleeping loser. Quote, you sit in a room all day and make TikToks. Okay. And an album. Like, what? Okay, fine. But Billie Eilish was having none of that. And Billie Eilish decided to weigh in. Uh, and she uh, cut a clip of herself saying, what do you all do all day, Benny? The same thing. Literally the same thing. And I thought. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But just Drama so, behind the scenes. Just so you know, Benny Blanco ain't got no time for Charlie Puth. And well, he doesn't care. Because you know why? I don't think Charlie Puth fans give a rat's behind. No. No. Anyway, so Charlie Puth, new album. It's called Charlie. It's out today, which I also am just going to show you how dumb I am. I, I don't understand how like albums are released now because like you could have all that music already. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, for sure. Like it was all available. Yeah. I have some of it on my Spotify. I was listening to tracks from it two days ago, but now the album's out. Yeah, well, maybe not the maybe the whole album is out now. Maybe yeah. you know um, that song, Benny Blanc, uh, Blanco, Blanco, whatever. BTS and Snoop Dogg. There's a song called I was just heard it the other day called Bad Decisions. Oh yeah, that's a, a good song. Have, you would know it if you heard it. Anyway, so that's where he's from. Okay, we'll just know Benny Blanco. He doesn't like the Charlie Puth and Charlie Puth. They're beefing. They're beefing. <laughs> Uh, hey, by Thanks the way, for the musical update from beefs. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, also, yeah, check it out on TikTok. I mean, honestly, I spent way too much time with it yesterday. He's super duper impressive. Um, also impressive. Our project on a dirty film. Fest. Oh, gosh. Yes. My talkers are always impressive creatures. Aren't and they? they really are. And today's the last day that you can buy the digital oh, hurry copy. Up. Go get it. So you all you have to do is go to my talk. One oh seven one dot com. It's OK. Maybe you weren't around last Friday. Maybe you've heard us talking about it all week and you thought, well, I didn't really care. But now I really want to see these. Today's your day. It is. Uh, you just spend ten dollars and you get that link. And then you can have it forever. So if you want to watch Jason Motorboat Dawn Hmm. many times, you can. For an extended period of time. It's very uncomfortable. Not for us because we think that's hilarious. Yes. But you can do that. You can watch that over and over again. You can watch all of your favorite My Talkers uh, over and over again in our films from Project Down in Dirty Film Fest. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword project. $10, and all of that actually goes split between all of our charities. Yes, and we've raised over $125,000, I think like $130,000 now for charity. And you can still add to that total by the end of the day. 
So hurry so up. Do it. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Kanye West versus Gigi Hadid. Ooh. This thing's not slowing down. So we'll talk yeah. about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 